Hey guys. Okay, so I've had a couple of people asking about how old their kids should be before they're responsible for cleaning up their own things. And my own experience is my kids have pretty much always been responsible for cleaning up their own things. Now, of course, there's an age limit where you have, there's like there's an age range where you have to teach them. You have to set the You have to show them how to do the things that you want them to do, but you also have to set it up and make it an easy thing for them to do. You can't give a toddler an entire playroom of toys and then expect them to ever be able to clean that up by themselves. That's not going to happen. You have to keep their toys simple enough that they can clean them up by themselves. So for my toddlers, what I've done was I had a bookshelf uh, downstairs that just had two shelves on it and that's what and one basket of toys like bigger toys not small items so that was allowed downstairs and then their other toys were upstairs and they if they couldn't keep up with it so okay before I had my third child <laughs> we had a lot more toys uh, per kid and I wasn't really paying attention to that. But now that my kids are older, we definitely have a lot less toys. It just depends on how much toys your kids use. So I think I get myself distracted by that sometimes and think that kids don't really kids don't really need a lot of toys. But we always have a lot of people at our house. So less toys is better um, than a lot of toys. It's easier for them to clean them up. But I've taught my kids from a very young age to clean up their own toys and I've made it easy for them. When we had too many toys for them to clean up by themselves in about 20 minutes, they had to pick things to get rid of or to pack up and rotate the toys. If your kids cannot clean up their toys in 20 minutes, they have too many available to them or the cleaning up um, the organization system that you have for them, maybe it isn't working well for them. And especially if you have kids that have special needs or that have ADHD or any other kind of um, challenges that really just make it harder for them to do things than other kids, these, you know, you have to think through that and make it easy for them. <clears throat> make the process super easy for the kids that are going to be cleaning it up, the people that are using the space. And I do this in every space. Make it easy for whoever is using it. And if you're having kids that are supposed to be cleaning up this space, make it so that they can reach the things that they need to be... <laughs> make it so that they can reach the things that they need to be putting away. That the containers are easy for them to open and close to put them back in the containers. Make it so that the storage system actually works for the people who are using them. And that they understand how to use it. When my kids were little, I did uh, like index cards and I drew a picture of what went on it. Like toy cars in this box and you draw a picture of a car. It doesn't need to be a good picture. Just understand what it is and write the word car on it. And just keep it simple but make it so that they can manage the responsibility on their own without you having to be involved the entire time. You do have to check on them, keep them focused, keep it, um, 
you know, give them some incentive and motivation. But if it is too difficult for them to clean up by themselves and get it organized, you've either let it go too long without managing, you know, without cleaning up. So if they've been messing it up all week long and you only have them make, you know, fix the room back one day a week and they can't handle it, it's overwhelming, then maybe you need to think about how you're handling that and address it on a, you know, in shorter time frames. Instead of an entire week, maybe you do it every day or every afternoon or multiple times a day. Just depends on your kids, what their abilities are, and what their needs are. Uh, the other thing, like think about, you know, if you're in school or daycare or... <coughs> think about if you're in school or daycare or something, you have these shifts of time. And okay, well, we're shifting to the next phase of things. We need to clean up this space and then we can move on to the next. This is normal life. If you know you're getting ready to have lunch um, and you're working in an office, you're going to tidy up things and, and, and wrap things up a little bit. You know that lunchtime is coming. You know that the end of the day is coming. So you're going to wrap things up and finish up in that system of what you're doing. Um, and it's the same way for kids. They need that kind of some kind of structure or expectation of time to be able to get these things done. So don't, don't just come in in the middle of playtime and say, oh my goodness, it's time to, you know, you guys need to clean this up. This is such a mess. And they're going to be frustrated. They're not going to have, they're going to be frustrated and they're not going to want to clean it up. They're going to get distracted. They're going to feel, you know, just, it's not going to go well. What you need to do is you need to give them a time frame and expectations. <clears throat> So, for example, say, okay, guys, you can play for five more minutes, and then we need to start cleaning up because we have this at this time, and or because dinner time is coming, or, you know, you guys need to, you guys wanted to play outside before it's time to go, or get ready for bed, so we need to go and get this room cleaned up before we can go outside. So, make sure you clean it up fast so you have more time to do the next thing that you wanted to do. Just some kind of fun expectation or clear expectation. I, it need to be done in the next 15 minutes. And for my kids, I always, always, always like to give them a bag on the door or by the door. Say, here's a bag. If you don't want to, you know, if you're tired of cleaning something up, if you're done playing with this toy, if you don't want to have it anymore, make sure you put it in the bag. You still have to pick it up off the floor, but... If it's in the bag, we can get rid of it. You don't have to clean it up ever again. So if you have stuff that's broken or not a favorite anymore, anything that just gets dropped around, try that method and see if that works for your kiddos. And if you have kids that are really resistant to giving things away, remind them that the more stuff they have, the more stuff they have to clean up. And sometimes that's enough motivation other things that are good motivators for kids, if you really know that it's time for a purge and they've moved on to a new stage of toys, is to address the age range of the toys. Say, these are more for like toddlers and you're you're in second grade now, so it's time to get rid of these toys. You aren't, you know, you're too smart for these toys now. Let's move those on to so-and-so and give them a name 
of a person to put with it and give them a reason why that would be a really great gift for this person or, you know, find a way to encourage your kids to get rid of it and let them know, oh, you're growing up. You're ready for bigger kid toys. You don't need this kind of toy anymore. This is, you know, you're too smart for this. And just give your kids positives if they're ready to get, you know, move to a next stage of toys. And the other thing you can do is if they really do have a hard time getting rid of things is to just pack it up and disappear it for a while. And then, uh, then when it's out of sight, it's out of mind, replace it with, you know, something that's age appropriate that, you know, I'm not saying you have to replace every toy. I'm saying that put something in the space that it was in. <laughs> if it had a set space, put something else in that space that they will enjoy playing with that's more age appropriate for them right now and, and make it uh, so they don't miss it. And then you can move it on as you need to. Your kids do not get the final say on things that stay and go. You do. You're the parent. You get to say that. This is your home. And you're teaching your kids um, these things that they need to know for life. You can't expect your kids to say, no, they want to keep something all the time. If they have way more than they can manage, you have to set the boundaries. And sometimes you can just... Um, encourage them with a number of items to get rid of. Say, okay, I need you to pick 10 things we can give away today. And that'll make it a lot easier for you to clean up. You'll be able to clean up a lot faster, et cetera, et cetera. But things like that will be easier for them to understand, especially if you're starting with them young. And goodness, you can come in and approach your teenagers with this, your older kids with the same thing. All right, guys, there's too much stuff in here. You're going to get rid of some stuff today. This is not acceptable to have this much stuff out at the same time or whatever. Whatever your family rules and expectations are. I don't like mess on the floor. If my kids are keeping stuff on the floor, we need to address the storage options that they have and the amount of items that they have. So those are some quick tips that I have for you for getting your kids to clean up. I start my kids cleaning up very young, literally at like six months. As soon as they're able to put stuff in a basket, get them doing that. All right. They put, you know, they pick up the toys and put it in the basket. And then when they're done, you put the basket on the shelf and you move on that. I start that very young and I start praising them and making it, you know, letting them do as much as possible on their own from the very beginning so that they aren't expecting me to clean up their messes after them. Yes, often I will go in and clean up because it's easier to put the kids down for a nap, but teach them that it is their responsibility to make sure that the things are cleaned up because you cannot, especially if you have multiple kids. I always have had multiple kids in my life and I cannot clean up and get all the stuff done around the house, all of the daily responsibilities of running a home and clean up after multiple kids. It's just not it's not, it's, I just can't do it. I'm too stressed for myself. Some people really would prefer to do it all on their own, but what are you teaching your kids? Um, I will put another episode about that. That's coming up too. So, uh, teaching your kids life skills that will be coming up, um, in this episode, uh, coming up, but, uh, I want you to be able to 
if your kids have too many things to clean up on their own in about 20 minutes of actual working, um, they're not going to be, you know, speed cleaning like you, they're kids. You have to give them their own, you think about it, their abilities, and then do your best to make it so that they have it easy, that it isn't difficult for them to do. You can't make it so complicated that it's it causes more stress than it's worth. You've got to make it easy, simple baskets. I personally prefer closed storage for my toys, my kids' toys. Um, we'll do stuff uh, like in baskets or something on the bookshelf so it looks tidy when it's put away. And we have like a seven-foot bookshelf, I believe, and it's about three and a half feet wide by seven feet tall. And that's what my kids had as their toy boundaries. Because even if all the toys were dumped out on the floor, they could still clean it up in under 30 minutes. If the entire shelf was knocked over and dumped on the floor, my kids could get it cleaned up in 30 minutes because the boundaries were small. Like they can't fit too much stuff on there. Um, And think about your categories too. I want my kids to be able to have simple categories and not overwhelming categories. So example, when my son, so when I had two three-year-olds, okay, uh, we did his, we did the categories for the things we did people. So like all the characters and it didn't matter if they were uh, boy characters, girl characters, whatever, they played with them the same way. So whatever they're going to play with in the same way, Um, like animals, dinosaurs, whatever, Um, play food and baby dolls, like whatever your categories are, separate them by category of how they play. Uh, Because if they're going to dump out all of their characters and their animals and cars all at the same time, and that's how they're going to play with them, all of them at the same time, then you can put them all in the same container because they're going to keep using them all at the same time. But make sure that your containers are a responsible size. I don't want my kids to have more to clean up than like a shoebox of the same category. Because if it's more than that, it feels overwhelming to look at. Um, And they, they feel defeated before they even start. So make sure that you're giving them small categories. They don't need huge storage tubs like 50 gallon tubs of one category of toys. It's too much for them to keep up with. Even Legos. My kids got a lot of Legos during uh, the last two years and it does feel very overwhelming when they have to clean them up. So we've simplified it and we separated them into two rooms. So each of my boys have have a portion of the Legos in their own room so that nobody feels overwhelmed with the Legos. Because when they were all in one person's responsibility, nobody wanted to clean it up and everybody was sad and disappointed. And to be honest, I let the Legos stay on the floor for like three months and I didn't even care. (laughs) That's just, that's just part of COVID. Everybody was home. Nobody cared. They were just going to dump them back out within two hours of cleaning it up anyways. So why bother? And I had to let a lot of things go during COVID, as I'm sure many of you did. We'll discuss that at another time. But I I want you to make sure that you're giving your kids 
doable expectations that they are actually capable mentally, physically, emotionally of handling, cleaning up all of their things. And if they have more things than they can handle cleaning up, you need to either rotate them, separate them, or just minimize them altogether. Like if they have more than they can handle, like some little girls rooms, little playrooms that I go into, they'll have three or six of the same exact doll and they have a favorite or they don't like it at all anymore or they have two that they like and the rest of them can go and these kids they are capable of making these decisions on their own Um, but definitely give them some guidelines and just say lay them all out all the same category all right this is how many Barbie dolls you have how about if we keep 10 or 20 Barbie dolls like if you have more than 20 Barbie dolls there's no way you're playing with all of them I mean, you would have, I mean, even a whole entire classroom of kids, they're not going to play with 20 Barbie dolls. It's just true. They're going to play with a handful of them and the other kids are going to want to do something else. You're not going to be using all 20 Barbie dolls at the same time. So pick some, like give them a number of items. If they have a large category, give them a number. That's so easy for all of them, like toddlers and on. And give them boundaries so that they know if they have more than this, it's harder to clean up. It's harder to maintain. It's harder to be responsible for. I want you to make it so that your kids can handle it and that you can handle it as a parent. Because when my kids' rooms are messy, everything in my house feels chaotic. When our house isn't put together and there's kid toys everywhere and there's stuff everywhere and it feels like every room seems to have a mess in it give your kids some guidelines and some boundaries and I know that's hard for some parents but start somewhere like if your kids have 50 of the same thing or you know 50 of the same category start by deducting like 20 percent okay so 50 like just take out 10 of them take out 15 take you know okay can you get rid of or can you narrow it down to 25 can you narrow it down to you know whatever your kid is capable of and a lot of times they'll I was like pick your favorite 10 stuffed animals if you have like 5,000 stuffed animals go show me what your favorite 10 are okay those are your absolute favorite 10 all right go put those away and then the more they see, you know, that those are their absolute favorites. Sure. They like other ones, but that's their absolute favorites. Okay. So now, you know, and you can kind of move on. And yes, I know kids favorites change from day to day, sometimes from hour to hour, sometimes, but just be aware of the limitations that you can set as a parent. You are the one making the rules for your kiddos. This is very important. Don't let them rule the roost. It's not healthy for them. They need these boundaries because it makes them a better person. All right. I hope that you guys have gotten something useful out of this episode. I really appreciate you so much listening and I hope that you all have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye.